Let's pray. Father God, we ask that you would work your word deep into our hearts this morning. Cause us to look to Jesus and to live for Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Well, as we talk about this idea of refueling, uh, refueling is a part of life, whether it be food or drink for life, charging for your batteries or fuel for cars. Uh, but we can easily forget that things need refueling. There's been so many Saturday nights and Sunday mornings, including last night for me when I'll take my iPad out uh, to get ready for the service today and to find that there's no battery left. Angela, my wife, frequently wakes up uh, during the week uh, on work days and says, oh no, I forgot to refuel the car. Instead of rushing out at 7.30, she rushes out at 7.10 to the petrol station before work to refuel. You see, refueling is a natural part of life, but it's something that we often overlook. Uh, We ignore or we forget until it's too late. Refueling, it helps us to keep going, to endure, to get to the end, to get to the goal, the finish line, the destination, the end of the race. And as we just tick past the middle of the year, as we think about refueling physically, uh, mentally, uh, we also need to think about refueling spiritually in our walks with Jesus and in our growing in Jesus. How to be refueled so that we can keep running and enduring and growing in Jesus for the rest of the year, for the weeks and months ahead. Uh, We've been given a few ideas and suggestions about ways you might refuel today and moving forward. Uh, We're giving away a free book to help you to do this. But as we turn to God's Word, uh, we're reminded by God uh, in this passage here about how important, how good, and how we refuel, how we keep enduring as we seek to keep living for Jesus and Jesus alone. And as we look at these verses in Hebrews, uh, the audience, the Hebrew audience uh, that uh, this author writes to, they were beginning to drift away. Uh, These Christians, they were beginning to stop enduring. They were stopping in their growing. They were giving up their allegiance to Jesus. And the author of this letter, uh, he's been pointing them to Jesus all through the first 10 chapters. Jesus is the better Moses. Jesus is the better priest. Jesus is the better sacrifice. He's been saying, moving away from Jesus. Well, it might stop some of the hardships that they were facing. Moving away from Jesus is a deadly, eternal mistake. And as we think it today about being refueled in our walks with Jesus, God, through the author to the Hebrews, He calls us likewise to keep going in Jesus, to keep living for Jesus, to keep growing and serving Jesus. And I think it's a call to all people today, not just the young, not just those who have time, not just those who have certain skills, to keep going, to keep enduring in living for Jesus. You see, the actions in today's passage Therefore, every person who calls themselves a follower of Jesus, 
every person who trusts in Jesus as Lord and Saviour. There's four actions in these two verses that we're going to quickly explore this morning to help us in being refueled and to keep going in our walks with Jesus. And if you have your Bibles open, we think about the first action. I've been doing the park run uh, for the last few weeks, uh, for those who have seen on Facebook. Uh, park run is a community event. It's a 5K run every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, park run uh, is going to be my ongoing illustration for today's sermon. And it's really encouraging to run it because throughout the race and when you finally get to the finish line, there's always a bunch of people around you cheering you on to keep going, to keep going to finish the race. And the first action here thinks about enduring for Jesus and calls us to look back, looking at the bunch of people cheering you on to finish the race. Verse 1 starts, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. You see, the author of the Hebrews calls his readers and us to look back to see the cloud of witnesses, spectators, cheering and willing you on to keep going to the end. Who are these clouds of witnesses? Who are these people? Who are these spectators cheering you on? Well, Hebrews 12 follows from chapter 11. And chapter 11, if you have a look, it's like a roll call of the Hall of Fame. It lists out these heroes of the faith, 16 men and women of the Old Testament who put their faith, trusting in God's goodness and promises, who testify that God is faithful. And these are the witnesses, the spectators cheering us on to keep going in living for Jesus. These heroes of faith who ran their race trusting God, who now attest to God's faithfulness, both in their lifetimes and also as we know that God's promises have ultimately been fulfilled in Jesus. You see, these heroes of faith, they surround us willing us on to the end, reminding us that God is faithful and God indeed can be trusted. If you need to refuel today, well, the author of the Hebrews calls us to look back, to look back, to look into God's word, to heroes of faith who point to God's faithfulness, who finish the race trusting in God. Just like the crowd of spectators in a race, they help runners to keep going, to keep running to the end. Let the testimony of God's faithfulness in his word help us to keep going, to keep living for Jesus to the end. Now we move to our second action. Uh, when I uh, get ready for the park run, uh, I empty all my pockets, uh, my wallet, my phone, uh, all my keys except the car keys. Everything unnecessary is gone. No jacket, just my singlet, T-shirt and my shorts and my keys uh, so that when I run, 
I'm not carrying any extra weight, no pockets swinging around, uh, no jacket to hold, so that when I finish the run, I can't say something like, I could have got a better time uh, without my wallet or my phone, or I didn't finish the race on time uh, because I had to hold my jacket and keys the whole way. And now the author uh, here has already introduced the sporting imagery uh, with the cloud of witnesses like the crowd in the stadium during the race. The author continues with a sporting imagery because athletes both then and now they would wear extra weights. They would not care about their clothing uh, during training time. Uh, but when it came to the actual run, the race, the Olympics of the time, they'd take off all their extra weights. They'd take off their training robes. Uh, they would probably be very close to naked. Uh, and they would run unencumbered. And the second action continues with this call to endure for Jesus. And it directs us to look in, to make sure nothing is weighing us down from finishing the race. Verse 1 keeps going. Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. You see, the author of the Hebrews calls us to look in, to look into our hearts and to examine ourselves and to get rid of any sin and weight dragging us down. You see, just like in a race, in our living for Jesus, there are weights, distractions and forces pulling us away from Jesus. The weight of necessary things that become idols like work, finances, health, or good things that become idols like family, status and promotion, rest and recreation, or simply ungodly things that become idols like lust, greed, pride, and immorality. All of these can become weights holding us down, moving us away from Jesus. And they're all sin, the ungodly things, but even the good and necessary things that become idols. Because anything that takes the place of Jesus is sin, is a weight holding us down and moving us away from Jesus. And part of the refueling is to look in, to look into your heart, to see if there's any sin holding you down, clinging so closely, and to lay it aside as you seek to keep living for Jesus, to lay it at the foot of the cross, to bring it to Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm sorry I've made this an idol. I'm sorry I love this more than you. Forgive me and help me to lay it aside so that I can live for you. Maybe you need help doing this. Ask a close friend, a mentor, someone who knows you well, someone you trust. It's interesting that the author to the Hebrews uses the plural. Let us do this. We're not good at talking about sin. 
thought maybe this is something we need to learn and cultivate because it sounds like it's a community effort laying it all aside for us to do it in Hebrews 12. So the section action in refueling today is to look in. Not to look at others, but to look in at yourself, to lay aside any sin hindering your living for Jesus. Now we get to the third action here. This is really the main action in these two verses, and it's to look ahead and to run. Verse 1 continues, Therefore, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight of sin, or every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. In the original Greek, it's even more obvious. It says, therefore, while being surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, after you've put off all the weights and distracting sins, now let us run with endurance the race having been set before us. The idea is you've seen this cloud of witnesses, you've taken off the weights, and all that's left to do is to run, to go for it, to keep going, to run the race in living for Jesus. When you're at the Wishart Park Run uh, and you turn the last corner to the end, uh, you see all the people who've finished the race, all you want to do after you've turned that corner is to run, to push on, to endure, to get to that finish line. And I think that's the idea here. All you want to do is to run with endurance for Jesus. It's not an obligation. It's not forced. That's all you want to do. For the fall of Jesus, seeing the cloud of witnesses and taking off the weights of sin. All we want to do the only thing that's left to do, what you're motivated to do and cheered on to do is to run with endurance for Jesus, to get on with it, to keep on keeping on. You see, there's no breaks, there's no holidays, there's no special leave in living for Jesus. There's a sense that if you're a follower of Jesus, you follow Jesus. If Jesus is your life, then you live for Jesus. But I think the author here is even stronger. He's saying, run for it. Put energy, focus, sweat, and determination into it. Run with endurance. Run with a purpose to finish the race. Go hard and be prepared for the long haul. Don't just walk or dwaddle along in the race. Run. That's the specific and important word here. When I started doing the park run uh, two years ago, and even a couple weeks ago when I restarted, uh, I made a joke uh, that I'm doing the park walk to excuse my lazy running. Uh, now it's been upgraded to a park jog, uh, it's turning slowly into actually a park run. But maybe this morning, as we think about refueling, you're living for Jesus. 
but your living for Jesus today is more like a walk rather than a run. Yes, you live for Jesus, he's your Lord and Saviour, but maybe for you there's no urgency, there's no effort, there's no concern, there's no sweating it out, there's no strain to it. Let me challenge you this morning as we think about being refueled in the gospel to look ahead and to run with endurance the race set before you. Not just to simply walk, but to run the race of living for Jesus. Now we come to our fourth and final action this morning. Why should we want run with endurance? How do we run with endurance? What's our motivation as we run? Well, when I do park run, it's the last park run illustration, I think, uh, what makes me keep running hard? Uh, two weeks ago, uh, it was Dave. Dave is this tall, 60-year-old guy running ahead of me, uh, pushing me to keep going to run with endurance. Last week, it was uh, this guy with a dog running ahead of me, uh, 500 meters left to go in the park run, pushing me hard to stay with him, to even beat him and finish the race. But as we come to Hebrews 12, verse 2, it answers all of these questions. Why should we run with endurance? How do we run with endurance? What's our motivation as we run? And the final action is the answer. Looking upward to Jesus. Verse 2 goes like this. Looking to Jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, while the witnesses of the Old Testament should always encourage us, and looking inward to lay aside sin will always help us to run, the key to running with endurance is looking to Jesus, is by fixing our eyes and our gaze on Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the founder of our faith. He's much more than a good teacher, a good example. Jesus literally won our salvation. He secured sins forgiven and new life forever for all who trust in him. You see, he's the originator and the object of our faith. And Jesus is the perfecter of our faith. Jesus and his saving sacrifice, his perfect life, his sacrificial death, his victorious resurrection completed or made perfect God's plan of salvation and new life. And Jesus did this by running his race with endurance to the end, enduring the cross on account of the joy set before him. And he was rewarded in his victorious resurrection and his ascension to the right hand of God's throne. You see, Jesus is, a, is like the guy who's already run ahead of us. He's finished the race and he paves the way for us to run. He makes it possible for us to run. 
and he's the one that we look to as we run. Why should we run with endurance? Because of Jesus. How do we run with endurance? By looking to Jesus. What's our motivation as we run? Jesus. We run with endurance by looking upward to Jesus. Both his example of running with endurance and also what he has done. He's gone before and achieved for us so that we can run with full endurance. If we push the refuel image uh, to what we as God's people are to be refueled with, it's Jesus. Look to Jesus and run with endurance. Well, as we finish off, uh, it's the middle of the year. It's so easy to get lost in our walks with Jesus. It's so easy to get lost in the busyness of life or in the tiredness of life. So my encouragement for you today is to orient yourselves this morning, looking back, digging into God's word, being reminded of the cloud of witnesses, testifying to God's faithfulness, looking in, examining our hearts for sin and laying them aside, looking ahead to run with endurance, to go for it in living for Jesus and to look up, fixing your eyes on Jesus, our Lord and Saviour, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Throughout the service, uh, with this theme of being refueled, uh, we've offered some resources to help you do this. They're not to grow big heads. They're not just for the sake of reading and listening and using up your time. They're not just there to give an academic challenge. They're not bonus extras for the keen and the passionate. All of those things are to help you to run with endurance, to keep living for and growing in Jesus. Hebrews 12 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. On this Refuel Sunday, let's run the race that God has set before us living for Jesus, growing in Jesus, and enduring and getting to that finish line with Jesus. Let's pray to this end. Heavenly Father, help us to run the race with endurance, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Father God, give life to weary minds and hearts and hands.
as we pass the middle of this year. Fix our eyes firmly on your Son, our Lord and Saviour, the winner of our salvation, Jesus Christ. Amen.